Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. And welcome everyone to a special episode, the Olympic special. Oh, wow. Happens once every four years. I didn't see this one coming. Yeah, yeah. We listened to you guys, our friends and listeners, and said, we gotta gotta do one. We We have to. We got so much feedback just from talking about the Olympics. And then Andreas said, we have to do an Olympic special, which we don't have to do fucking anything. But we have so many things that we want to talk about. That's right. Even Sally. Who, who Sally, newish listener, kind of random ass listener. Random, yeah. random. He was like, got to do it. Got to do it. He was interested in it. And I think our, our passion for the Olympics really bleeds through. I, really I think, think it, it does. does. And it's fucking awesome. Man, we got a lot of notes, but it's like there's so many other things that I wish we could talk about that I remembered as I was just like reviewing what we decided we were going to talk about. And I think I'm going to try to sneak two things in. We're going to have to sneak it in. We're going to have to riff. We're going to have to go all over the no, place. No, no, no. But we're no, going to no. have to keep it short. We're going to keep it organized. Also, I, don't I keep mind getting distracted short. just because. I know. Oh, my God. But we watched this last night. <laughs> I know. I we did. So, quick, quick fact if you we are crazy. We like haven't us. not yeah. watched the Olympics <laughs> for the past two weeks. What's more interesting is that we've seen some events twice (laughs) because we'll watch it in live time the night night. before which is actually the following day in Tokyo but then in the United States they'll replay it during the following day but we already saw it live so we've been watching things twice and in some cases three and four times and it's worth it every fucking last time. weekend there was a uh, an indoor volleyball match that we watched like three times i think it was only twice no it was definitely three times okay i think uh actually when uh M- maddie g came over that was the third time that i was watching uh usa versus uh roc or something uh, USA. That, that that was the match that, that was the match where larson stunk it up that we were talking about last week <laughs> All right, so, you know, it, it, there's no top three, top five. We're going 10 here. So it's just easy for us to move it along by the numbers, but the numbers are totally meaningless. All of these stories that we think are worth telling you about are number one. They're all fucking all awesome stories. Top one. You, you, you won't even recognize me this episode. George was right when he said I get emotional every four years. I've been like teary-eyed watching so many of the Olympics. It's great. It's incredible. It's great. All right, babe. Let's let's kick it off with business, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Business. For some reason, you don't want to take care of any finances in your life or our life at all, <laughs> but know. you're always interested in, and you don't even give a fuck about what people make and stuff like that, but you want to know what uh, fighters and athletes make and stuff. You know why I only want to know? Because I know whatever it is, they don't get paid enough, all and right. that pisses me off. It's true, but all, you know, whatever. The Olympics are supposed to be amateurs, even though they're not, so whatever. They should be getting paid... Uh, all of them should be getting paid a lot. All right, lot. G- give the info. All right, oftentimes athletes 
athletes can get grants from their governments. But like other aspects of the sports business, the stars make more serious money and the rest just struggle to get by. There were several articles in BuzzFeed and Forbes that share the financial hardship of athletes with one quote saying, most of our athletes make less than $50,000 a year and for many, much, much less than that. They're doing it for the love of the sport, that's for sure. So if you know, they're making that My Uncle the Wolf money from back in the day. Harsh. Super harsh. Uh, Since I know you love hearing from uh babe uh since i know you love hearing about money from me there is a breakdown of the financials that is promoted by countries to get on a podium which is its own beautifully fucked up thing totally so the u.s pays somebody 37 and a half thousand dollars if they get a gold medal 22 and a half thousand dollars for silver and 15,000 for bronze japan the host country pays 45k for that gold 18k for that silver and 9k for that bronze Ooh, they they go real high for that gold and then drop off it's it's the whole country man they're trying to get them golds uh also do you have the the metal uh count pulled up can you do that while i ramble those nonsense uh but then also some other countries i guess that they they don't rank high in the metal count there's some pretty steep financial incentives there singapore and taiwan are paying over seven hundred thousand for a gold and holy shit the philippines kazakhstan italy malaysia indonesia bangladesh all these countries are paying between two and three hundred thousand for a gold that's incredible i'm a little surprised at italy because they do have a lot of medals it seemed like right now they have six gold so i guess it's less than i thought we have um china leading in the medal count live right now they have like we spoke about in our last episode it's not just about the number it's about how many gold you have so they only have 70 only you know they have 70 medals but they have 32 gold while the united states is second with 79 total medals and 25 of them are gold all this generation soft silvers and bronzes wild ireland has (laughs) one gold and two bronze hey hey and we have greece on the map which i think we had told you all about Um, but they've definitely got more since last week yeah of course they have of course they can't find them though oh they have the same as oh no they're the inverse of ireland they have two gold and one bronze so excellent i hope those athletes get some money and uh moving along to number two we have to talk about this story that will be much shorter than number one because i'm saying it but it's the story of a shared gold medal did you see this Yes, George saw like a brief picture or video on Instagram, showed it to me. I was like, no way. And then we saw that event on TV like three seconds later. It was so serendipitous. So Qatar's Mataz Essa Barshim and Italy's John Marco Tambiri were doing the pole jump. No, high jump. High jump? High jump. Was it high jump? 100% high okay, jump. Okay, great. I'm glad you know what you're talking about. They cleared the exact same length? Then? Height. Oh, Height. now I'm confusing two events. Whatever. Did I say long jump or high jump? You... It's definitely high jump. Okay. It's high jump. I don't remember what you said. Anyway, they were tied. They were tied. And then the that. official asked them, do you want to do a jump off? An official... 
I'm sorry. Is this highlighted in blue for you oh, to fucking my bad, my speak bad, my now? bad. Okay, cool. You keep being real uh, quick. I'm with not sharing my gold medal with you. <laughs> wow. So wow. an official came over because wow, these two athletes were tied, and he was trying to explain that they could would have to participate in a jump off before he could even complete his thought Qatar's athlete Mutaz said can we both just get a gold and you could tell he was totally joking about it because he was probably like exhausted etc and the Olympic official was like well yeah okay and then Italy's athlete John Marco was like already up and cheering and then they're hugging and it was such a beautiful moment so that event has two athletes with a gold medal and one with a bronze heartwarming it was so heartwarming but it would not be uh holding hands and throwing fists episode if we only spoke about heartwarming things would it that's what the first part is. Second part's throwing fists. Always gotta throw that in there. All right. Throw, huh? Throw, throw. <laughs> so number three on our list was this boxer. And look, and we're also keeping like fighting the fighting spirit in here too. This boxer was acting like a freaking baby when he was DQ'd. So he got DQ'd for an intentional headbutt and he hit his opponent from Great Britain. Because the boxers have to fight so many times in the two-week period, headbutts are obviously discouraged. Obviously, they're always discouraged anyway. So we didn't actually watch the footage, but the commentator said that this boxer was known for doing this. And so the right call was probably made when they DQ'd him, even though he was arguing that it was accidental. Well, he threw a tantrum. Top level tantrum for the Olympics. Yeah, (laughs) so true. And freaking sat on the side of the ring for 45 minutes after the fight. (laughs) Like stewing in his DQ and how unfair it was. And uh, the commentators, when they were telling the story on the television, were saying like, luckily it was the last fight before the break, before the afternoon session came in. So the baby just had to sit by himself until he cooled down and everyone else left the arena. But like, man, you, you was looking so sorry. And he was a heavyweight fighter. So it's uh, yeah, a heavyweight baby, heavyweight baby. Uh, (laughs) Like, you, you are your nation was proud of you to represent them and then you go and do something like that and it's like get out of here guy. Cheater's gonna cheat um number four on the list podium demonstrations sometimes necessary man but you got to do it right raven saunders plays silver in shot put and put her arms up in the x at the end of the podium ceremony uh she told nbc afterwards that it represented the intersection where all people who are oppressed meet so as a black lgbtq athlete it made sense and was done tastefully and spoke well about it i loved how she spoke about it Mm -hmm. after she was so eloquent and clear and like whatever who knows what anyone is thinking but it truly felt like meaningful coming from her sincere and to the point and like uh translatable because it's like you see that and you're like yeah fuck yeah that's cool you got your point across to everyone i think so the ioc said that they were going to investigate because that's what their job is and just like what because you're not really supposed to be doing stuff during or uh uh, during definitely not during the event and definitely not during the podium um, 
ceremony, uh, ceremony. right? But they but they did allow people to do things before the event started. So like during the national anthems or whatever, that was like a revised thing for this Olympics, mm. given all the protests that were going on. But uh, that's a good example. There's uh, another not as great example uh, with Gwen Barry, who raised her fist twice before throwing the hammer in track and field and kind of stunk it up, placing 11th out of 12th. After the fact, she spoke about the IOC investigating Raven Saunders, who like, why are you jumping on her bandwagon? And how people at home on their couch can't judge her. So there you have two examples, one to the point and impactful, and another that just makes you kind of go like, oh, okay, uh, you're not that important, and you're giving all the Fox News watchers ammo to hate, but whatever, girl, do you, you were in the Olympics, that's awesome. Um, I didn't see that second one, I'm happy I didn't. Whatever. um, Shout out to Raven, yo, you're a very interesting person, and uh Congratulations on your silver medal. Heck yeah. So, you know, these athletes would not be here without their coaches. And there are so many freaking coaches. Oh, my God. So there was uh, one coach we have to shout out. It was an Australian swim coach, Dean Boxel. He was excited. Static after Handy after Arian Titmus won the women's 400 meter freestyle in Tokyo. It's a big event, which I didn't know until after um, that. Not only did she win gold, which is incredible, but she was also handing Katie Ledecky her first ever loss in an individual event, which I hate to say that that makes it like an even bigger win, but it totally does. Damn. So. George showed me the video of him. No, 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 no. It was oh, on I, TV. Oh. Because that's what happened. Dude flipped out and went viral for a full week <laughs> on Instagrams, Twitters, every freaking thing imaginable. He's on TV and famous for a full week. And then Anna caught a replay of him on TV t- TV, <laughs> TV yesterday. And you were a little late to the party, but it was really nice watching you get so excited to see something for the first time <laughs> a week late. I don't know late. how I missed it. <laughs> a week late but oh my gosh he was so excited it was it was really nice to see that um another coach we have already told you about actually was the brazilian volleyball coach bernando Rosendi. he was um on a ventilator from covid in april we told you he didn't get to see his team really until the end of june early july so well, just shout out to him because Brazil is still in the tournament and we got to gotta root for him. Speaking of volleyball coaches, uh, when we were watching, I think it was Brazil versus Argentina. Remember the Argentinian coach who was like slide tackled by his own players who were running out of bounds to save a ball? We were watching it and it was pretty funny. And then all, it was they were all OK. Thankfully, nobody got hurt. But like the announcers were cracking the fuck up about it. And the announcers of indoor volleyball are just the the, the superstars. They're incredible. They you know, just of talk course, so much shit. We definitely dropped the ball on like telling you more about them because you know there are other things to tell you. However, um, one <laughs> you have your post-its. I have my post all week. One quote I jotted down because George wasn't home was when they were maybe it was Kevin is that his name yeah because then we George found them on Instagram for yeah, me yeah, which yeah. is so nice <laughs> um so Kevin was talking about the Iran male team for indoor volleyball and he's like yeah they're a capable team incapable of consistency <laughs> ouch man super ouch <laughs> Also, since we're talking coaches and we're just going to wrap it up real fast here, it sucks that the volleyball couch... (laughs) Fuck. 
It sucks that the <laughs> volleyball coaches can't sit with their players and talk to them and coach them at all. They I have to sit in the stands. But that's always the case. It's always been the case, but why? Every other sport, your coach is there, really. I I wish... I guess I, you can't for races, but like whatever. Races is like... You, Go, go do your thing. I don't know. I wish they they got to sit closer too. And then just because we're talking about the volleyball coaches having to sit in the stands and of course they always pan to them and you see them. Every time it breaks our heart when we see all these empty stadiums. In the beginning we're we were into in, that now? No, yeah, no, no. Just right. quick. We right. weren't affected by it. It was just it was like fucking awful. you're so mesmerized by the athleticism and the like seriousness of all these athletes and coaches but just just this week last week we were mesmerized this week it's starting to be so heartbreaking you know what it is i think like we were used to the past year Mm -hmm. watching sports without spectators right so it's like okay we got real used to watching ufc Mm -hmm. without any fans or anything and even to a lesser extent for us nba and stuff but here every single half hour there's another sport so then you see another brand new empty stadium it's like you we'll go through the list of sports later but there are so many stadiums and buildings built just for this event and they're all empty and it fucking sucks and whatever um last thing on coaches well i'll talk to you more about uh the cuban wrestler that was fucking just amazing but he threw both of his old ass coaches onto the mat (laughs) in a really cool awesome celebration so it was just really cool and ultimate sign of respect to see that is super cute next we're going to talk about olympic basketball right olympic basketball has been a big deal since the dream team obviously uh kevin durant beat the usa all-time score record that was held previously by my boy carmelo anthony uh, in a team of elite of the elite and the selfish of the selfish, KD got the most points of them all. <laughs> I know. So way congratulations, to go. <laughs> you scumbag. Also, he's another traitor. Yeah, y'all another, don't know. Yeah, fucking used to love KD. Yeah, big time. You had oh. you had his shirt. Oh my god. Yeah. We wore OKC shirts. And we watched his last in, we watched his last OKC game at we, McFadden's. No, yes, in, okay. In City Field. No, but we went to another fucking state to watch him play. We showed up to their arena. Where was it? Was it Dallas? No, because we wore Mavs I don't remember. shirts. But yeah, you're right. Anyway. Ohio. But did we we didn't go to Ohio. No. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, Anyway. Anyway, so there's actually a funny, uh, so we put this in the notes yesterday, and then after uh, it was in the notes, I saw that there was a funny video of someone in Tokyo like running up to him and be like, bet you can't score 81 points like Kobe, and KD responded in front of all the media and everyone outside of his hotel saying, how much dick riding are you going to do, bro? So I thought it was a pretty stellar comeback, and I wanted to share. Harsh! Yeah. Why was that? necessary well, fuck that dude man there's all this covid protocols everybody's far away and this dude's trying to be a dick about kobe like all right cool oh yeah back to some olympics good news yeah <laughs> um so number seven on our long list of things to talk about is that there are japanese siblings abe uda and abe hifuma who became the first brother and sister duo to win gold medals at the same freaking olympics can you even stand that i kind of can't believe that it hasn't happened earlier but that's still a remarkable same i think that's what makes it harder Uh, and gold that's a remarkable zillion times harder imagine if there's a third sibling oh no Uh, 
that third sibling is like fucking <laughs> in the stove right now. Like, Damn. who gives a fuck about that one? Man, those parents must be so proud. God bless. I am so happy. You you parents did such an amazing job with your children, and I hope they both love their sport and they don't hate it, though. Number eight, the original Olympic sport is wrestling. Let's not forget it, everybody, okay? There's all this fucking talk about canceling wrestling and removing it from the Olympics because it's not as popular. That's fucking bullshit. It's got to stay forever. The greatest of all time Greco-Roman wrestler just got confirmed this Olympics. His name is Mihai Lopez from Cuba, and he won his fourth consecutive gold medal in the heavyweight division. He won in Beijing, London, Rio and now Tokyo. What a freaking incredible achievement. Shouts out to wow. my man. Wow. How? That's, I can't, like, I, I keep trying to catch myself because I know I keep using the word incredible, but then I also keep thinking, like, the Olympics this year, more than any other year, has truly taught me, like, the word awesome, I should not be using it as much. Because, like, this guy is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Wow. Uh, next, water polo is a fuck. Speaking of wrestling, water polo is basically wrestling in the water with a ball. I can't. I fucking love it. I was one. This is. Uh, I was a competitive swimmer growing up, as you well, well I'm sure may he's know. Never I mean, mentioned you might that not before. know that I was captain of the high school <laughs> swim team. Okay, don't forget Captain George over here. And I went to go play water polo. You were co-captain. No, no. Oh my fucking god! Were you how, not? How fucking dare you? Were you not? Does that? But no, no. There was two <laughs> captains. We weren't co-captains. There were two captains. How fucking dare you? How- the accuracy. The accuracy is important here. I'm. Go- I'm gonna fucking drown you. Let's go, Greece. Greece oh no, he's beat- gonna use water polo techniques. <laughs> Greece beat USA fourteen to five, and also beat the shit out of Montenegro last night. I don't remember the score. Uh, Billy Christopher, my correspondent on all things Greek water polo, <laughs> is telling me we got a real strong chance to medal. So let's go, Greece. It's fucking awesome. These people grab each other in the fucking genitals, male or female, and 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 kick each other and grab oh. their fucking bathing suits and try to drown each other while throwing balls in the net. It's fucking awesome. It, it it makes me so uncomfortable. Also, just shout out to the Greek goalie in that water polo. Are they called goalies? Gollies. <laughs> um, because he's just incredible. Yes. So the last thing we want to talk about, we just saw it when we were watching the Norwegian men's beach volleyball players beat the ROC last night. They were showing a video that the Norwegian players posted on Instagram. Holy shit. And I think George was like looking at his computer screen then and I was like, this is not real watching this video. I was like, this is not real. And then he looked at it and he's like, what? And then I like, I couldn't speak. My like fucking heart was in my stomach. I'm like, this cannot be real. And then they showed it again and said that these players are like inspiring children and et cetera. And I'm like, don't inspire children. These guys are on the top of two mountain peaks that are near each other and they're hitting a volleyball back and forth it's crazy and then i thought it was just an instagram clip so i found i found the youtube video it was like a three and a half minute long clip that was unsafe man um 
so that was just incredibly incredible but also super scary and then because i mentioned brief volleyball here's my way to get in another thing um is i just showed george there was two i guess three really performers who were reenacting the pictograms for each sport so if you watch awesome. literally any sport there are like little pictures that come up so you could just look at the pictures and know what sport it is in case you don't know how to read mm-hmm. and they reenacted them because the little pictures do a little movement as well and the beach volleyball one was really cool it's pretty cool so it's if you don't cool. watch all 50 that they've done it's in alphabetical order i believe so are there 50 sports get to beach volleyball i guess there are if there are 50 pictograms and i think they did all of them damn so that's let's, that. Let's wrap this up. Hold on one sec. Just had to save the old uh, recording over here. Uh, let's wrap this up with our favorite uh, sports and our list of our favorite things. All right. I think it's clear for me. Um, Spit it out. That beach volleyball and indoor volleyball have been my go-tos this uh this, this Olympics. And every Olympics, really. But no, I, this no. One. This Olympics, even more so. I'm watching everybody. Before I'd like bide my time between track and field and swimming and synchronized swimming and diving and then get like in some other sports so beach volleyball indoor volleyball and i have enjoyed the skating i will say the skateboarding oh you did yeah 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 that's cool um i enjoyed rowing a lot this year in badminton i have to say i've been very hipster with my olympic sports this go around i always love volleyball though i can't love it as much as you uh table tennis was cool as well uh i don't like the sports that are big on their own to be honest so like i don't really i never really liked it's cool but like i never really liked tennis soccer or baseball in the olympics I think they should be there, but mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of them. Uh, basketball is kind of cool just because, like, the whole dream team thing and, and whenever they put together amazing uh, teams there. But I think handball is just, like, cooler. Um, Andreas, I want to ask you specifically and any of our listeners who enjoy tennis, what the hell happened to Djokovic? I, all I, saw, I didn't even see what happened. All I saw was a meme where on one side he was shitting on Simone Biles, which we left out of this whole episode because you could get that fucking take anywhere else than here. Uh, but he was shitting on her for not handling the pressure well. And then there's a cutting to an image of him breaking his racket and freaking <laughs> out after losing. Yeah, so but I, I don't know that funny. you can ask Andres because I think he and Raymond fucking hate Djokovic anyway. So I think they, their opinions would quite skewed all right fuck him uh <laughs> i just also want to end this episode with a real fucking bow yeah real fucking gem Yo, this shit here. pissed me off <laughs> anna's mom said that she basically who loves the olympics too she's a big olympics fan like she came over for to watch opening ceremonies. opening ceremonies with us like we're all olympics fans and then she went and broke my heart. What is, I think her exact wording was, there's nothing she likes less than beach volleyball. Are you fucking serious? She said that. Mom. Like, Mom. Really? Mom. There's nothing out of the other 49 events that you like less than beach volleyball? So this is the list of sports that your mom likes more than volleyball. 
boxing, fencing, table tennis, softball, weightlifting. Your mom's a big Olympic weightlifting fan. Archery, shooting, all all the different kinds of, your mom's a big in guns, right? Rifles, yeah. Judo, rowing, modern pentathlon. Bet you she can't name one part of the pentathlon. (laughs) Triathlon, handball, taekwondo, badminton, surfing. Yeah, Who she, the fu- yeah, big time big time oh, surfing fan. Like hang 10, bro. Water polo, <laughs> Ireland's known for water polo. <laughs> sailing, is that I mean, I want to see sailing actually. Our, uh, I'm sure they're Irish, it's probably great. I'm so. sure actually they're probably pretty good. Artistic swimming, field hockey and canoeing are all just some just a brief Oh yeah. subset of the 99% of sports that your mom likes more than beach volleyball. I can't. I'm and she told it to me through a Viber message. I'm obviously going to have to sit down and speak with her. I will update all of you. But this is some serious business. This episode was brought to you by the over 10,000 volunteers who work to make the Olympics possible. You guys are freaking amazing. You see them all the time helping out with sports gear on TV, moving things, throwing balls, giving out water, cheering, being amazing. And then there's a whole other even bigger group of people that you're never going to see that help with volunteer, uh, with uh, volunteering at hotels and translating and transportation and security and everything. You guys are fucking incredible and we love you and shouts out to you.